This is the 10,000 Depositions Later podcast, episode 91. I'm Jim Garrity. Today's episode, Remote Deponents on Cell Phones. Hi, everybody. I hope your week is off to a great start and that your depositions in particular are going spectacularly. As for me, I'm in New York City this week for a case-related matter, but the weather here is absolutely beautiful. The downside is I'm stuck inside for the most part, so I'm not going to be able to get much sightseeing done. But as I sat here feeling sorry for myself, I looked out my window to about the 40th floor of a 55-story building. I think it's the Bank of America Tower at 1 Bryant Park. And guess what I saw? Window washers slowly rising up or down on two sides of the building, connected only to what looked like a giant insect on the top of the building with its left and right antenna serving as the spools for the left and right cables of those safety buckets. Amazingly brave folks, earning every cent they're paid and a hundred times more than that. And as I watched them, my thoughts about how unfortunate it is that I'm stuck inside my hotel room suddenly disappeared. A frequent problem that litigators are having in remote video depositions is that remote deponents are participating on smartphones with screens that are just too small to function as document reviewers. Assuming the witnesses are using even the latest iteration of the most popular phones, that means their viewing windows are about six and a half inches high and about three inches wide. So if documents are an issue, and they almost always are, it's something to think about in advance, especially if you're the noticing lawyer. Now, I know many litigators do not like to provide exhibits in advance or even notice of any kind as to the specific documents they'll be using, and there can be good tactical reasons for doing that. So my suggestion, if you are routinely deposing witnesses remotely, is that you ask the deponents or their lawyers in advance about the size of the screen they'll be using during their deposition so that you can craft a plan if needed to ensure there are no complications from a deponent's participation on a screen or device that is just too small for reliable testimony about the exhibits. Because the last thing that you want is for that witness to have an escape hatch at trial by saying that they couldn't really see the document because you were showing it to them on a cell phone. We can't really criticize deponents, especially unrepresented ones, for thinking that their cell phones will be okay to log in and use for a deposition. Most deponents are first-timers to the judicial system, and their smartphone works perfectly fine for watching TV, online videos, movies, reading the news, mapping their path as they drive. So they have every reason to believe that their cell phone, which works for just about everything else, is going to be okay for a deposition. In fact, they use their smartphones for video calls all the time too, so they probably equate your upcoming video deposition to a FaceTime conversation. But what they're probably not thinking about is that this FaceTime conversation, so to speak, is going to require them to carefully scrutinize long or dense documents with a very high level of precision, while at the same time giving sworn testimony that could come back to bite them. And I imagine that many deponents, if told this in advance, would not do it. And so when, as litigators, we presume without asking 
that the deponent is going to show up on a deposition appropriate screen, we are more likely to find that our depositions are having to be halted midstream and reset to some point in the future because the deponent just didn't know what was expected of them. I was attending a deposition last week where the unrepresented deponent, on her own, said she could no longer continue with the deposition if she was going to be shown documents because she simply couldn't see them well enough to talk about them under oath. I was attending the deposition on behalf of one of the parties, but I wasn't taking or actively defending. But I thought that the deponent's protests were very well taken. All of her answers were under oath, of course, including the answers where she was really being forced uh, to agree or disagree with the contents of documents she could hardly see. The examining lawyer, for her part, was doing her best and trying to adjust pages so the witness could see them. But on the cell phone, the deponent, at best, could only see a fragment of a single page, and she just wasn't willing to continue. Smart deponent. And lots of wasted time for all the participants, including the deponent, but I probably would have done the same thing if I were the witness. I just couldn't give sworn testimony about the accuracy or authenticity of a document or even of signatures working from my cell phone. So it's something to keep in mind. As part of your remote video deposition protocols, one point on your checklist should be a category for the viewing tech for the deponent. And it's not really complicated if the deponent is represented ask for confirmation or clarification from their counsel about the device or the size of the viewing screen to be used by the witness. Let the lawyer know that you plan to go through quite a number of documents and that a screen of at least a certain size is essential. You may even suggest or determine for your own purposes what size screen your remote deponents should be using at a minimum based on your experience when you're using exhibits. I would think that the largest size iPad or a laptop in the range of a 15-inch screen would be the minimum. So the size of the deponent's viewing screen is part of the algorithm for a good deposition. All right, some practical tips before we wrap up. If the deponent is represented, reach out to their lawyer and have that discussion over the phone, by email, whatever form of communication that you use. If the witness is unrepresented, Reach out to the witness and have that same conversation. Most witnesses will respond very positively to your showing of concern for their time and for the accuracy of their testimony. So don't be shy. Ask them, what are you planning on using? If it's a cell phone, ask them if they could use a laptop instead. Or have your staff or one of your paralegals make that call and have a very casual, upbeat conversation about it. If it turns out that your deponents do have devices of a sufficient size, maybe send them an email confirming the discussion with an observation that a smaller size probably wouldn't work and that you would like them to let you know before the day of deposition if for some reason they will not be able to use the device they mentioned. That will give you time to think about some alternatives. If it turns out that your deponent doesn't have a device that you think is sufficient for intensive document review, you still have a few options. Ask the witness if they have another device they can use. And if they're represented by counsel, ask the opposing lawyer uh, to relay that request to their client. Or ask the witness directly or through counsel 
if they would mind instead participating in the deposition at a stenographer's office where you can make arrangements uh, for them to have a sufficiently large screen. Or you can subpoena the deponent to appear at a court reporter's office where you will overnight hard copies of the exhibits to the actual reporter for the reporter to hand to the deponent one at a time as you use them. You could, of course, send documents to a reporter's office using a file sharing link, but I don't normally recommend that if you've got a lot of exhibits just because of the fees most reporters charge for printing and copying. So if budget is an issue, overnighting your exhibits to the reporter might be the better way to go. And of course, depending on the circumstances, it's often a good idea either way to ask your remote deponents if there are accommodations that would help them review documents to the extent that they may have or do have vision limitations. Here's still another option. Uh, to the extent that your budget allows, consider buying a laptop or an iPad that is used exclusively uh, to ship or deliver to remote deponents, of course, with a prepaid return envelope or package for them to use so that you can ensure that they have a screen of a sufficient size. Now, during the deposition, remember to ask the deponent to verify the size of the screen they are using to participate in the deposition once the deposition begins, so that's on the record. And be sure to ask them, also on the record, to confirm that they are comfortable reviewing documents and giving testimony about the documents on the device they're using during that deposition. Just something as simple as, Ms. Palmer, would you tell us what device you are using to participate in this deposition and the size or approximate size of the screen? And Ms. Palmer, would you confirm that you're comfortable using that screen to carefully review documents and to testify about them? All right, so that's something to add to your basic remote video deposition protocol. Addressing the size of the screen in advance that the deponent will be reviewing documents from will save you and everyone else, including the deponents, precious time and resources. I think that the burden of ensuring that the necessary technical gear is in place for a good deposition probably falls on the noticing lawyer. But of course, if you are defending, it's also something you're going to want to take into account for the protection of your own deponents. You definitely want them reviewing those documents with the same level of caution and detail as they would at any in-person deposition. All right, that's a wrap for this episode. As always, thank you so much for listening and let me apologize again if the sound quality isn't up to snuff uh, because I'm on the road and, and will be for the rest of the week. Thanks again and we'll talk to you soon.